Hey everyone, welcome to BB and Budgie's Thursday Night Ricky. We're both actually here tonight, first time uh, since I think our, our wrap of Hawks Bay nearly a month ago, BB. Um, let's let's take a, a chance to to preview the WIC Rally New Zealand, Ripco Rally New Zealand, because the national field has been confirmed. Uh, some interesting talking points um, when we look through that, but first of all, we, we touched on it with Neil last week. Friday is a massive day, no service during the day. Uh, but points on offer. It's a standalone event, and then again another standalone event on Saturday from a from a national Brian Green Property Group New Zealand Championship um, perspective. How key is getting through Friday for anyone that's still in the hunt, mate? Oh, mega, mega. I mean, the the thing is, if you're not thirty points clear, um, you know, no service, and it, even if you do something silly in the last stage and you might just limp it back, you've still got to go from Tiakau back into the centre of Auckland. You know, all, all that's um, Released. If you haven't seen the entry list, head over to the Repco Rally New Zealand um, Facebook page. It'll be up there or the website, um, and you can check out those national drivers, and we expect that international list to be released on Monday next week. Um, but, yeah, the, the format is incredibly tough, and certainly uh, more and more drivers are sort of opening their eyes to that and, and really starting to, to strategize. you know, um, how much extra weight do you carry in the car with extra spares? Um, how do you weigh up? I mean, obviously, you had a great chat with Neil Allport about that um, last week and, and really getting a, an experienced head around just how you attack. Um, you know, you're also... The, these guys are on the big stage. They will never have rallied in front of such a crowd. Um, so it's, you know, you've got to control all those emotions and excitement Um and probably be more restrained than they've been throughout the whole championship. Yeah, I mean, you look down the the entry list, uh, you know, like Robbie Stokes, and that, they, they can throw caution to the wind. They can just treat it as a standalone event. They don't have to worry about championship scenarios and protecting points and making sure they get to the end. They can attack it and be all they can be on the biggest stage. What about when we look at the points table? I'm, and I, I know you've got the uh, the iPad in front of you, and I'll, I'll rely on mine as well. Um, Hayden with that twenty four point advantage over Ben Hunt. So I mean, it, look, you think on the surface it's head to head between those two. Can Hayden get to the end if he banks the points? You know, the title's his. But if he runs into drama, it opens the door. Ben's in a great position, but Ari Pettigrew, Rana Horan, Matt Summerfield, Summerfield, all technically in the running still. If you are one of those five drivers, certainly drivers one, two, three, are you banking on just getting to the end on a Friday and banking points? I think it, it's a real, and Hayden particularly, this is a really interesting point because obviously he's got a real point to prove. Now he's not going to prove that point sitting on the side of the road, but he's not going to prove that point setting fourth, fifth fastest stage times sort of thing. You know, He wants to go out and really show them what he wants, you know, what he's got. By the same token, he's got a championship to think about. And I know that Hyundai especially are massively motivated for him to get another New Zealand Rally Championship title. So he cannot afford to DNF. If he doesn't DNF, really, it's his to lose, isn't it? You know, 24-point lead. He's worked hard all season, um, three perfect scores, and um, comes in with as many points as he possibly can. Ben is another one, you know. Um, that's see, certain... see, I'd, I'd argue, though, that that, that is the... You know, in all the other events, there is far more chance of something going wrong on the Friday of this event than anything else we've seen in the championship so far. So a mechanical drama, any just a small little anything that can go wrong, and we know what rallying's like. It's not just about his ability; it's about having some luck and getting the car to the end. If if there's a drama on Friday, it opens the door. And Ben, 
Ben's in a no-win position. He can't really push that hard to try and catch Hayden because he's not almost certainly not going to. But he can't. He's got to be able to bank points and, and maximise if Hayden has a problem. So does he drive within himself more so potentially than Hayden? Yeah, but I think Ben also. Uh, I mean, Ben Ben's driving is so natural that I think that Ben just drives how how Ben drives. You know, there's um, you know a lot of guys review a lot of in-car footage. That's not Ben. That's not how he does it. He just goes out, drives the car. Pretty impressive. Does that give him the scope to really change around his whole strategy? I, I don't know. Uh, what he does generally works. You know, he, he's had a very, very good run um, reliability-wise, Touchwood, um, and we'll see what um, you know, what comes of it. But I think he, he will go out and, and just drive his natural game and... and where that ends up is is where that ends up, but I don't. I certainly don't expect to see him down the back of the field. Rana and, and Matt, obviously, outside chance, they did a lot of things to go their way to be in title contention. Uh, Ari Pettigrew, probably to a degree as well. Ari's in third, obviously, as I said before, more mathematically a chance than, than the others. But again, it's it's a bit of a reach. You're needing Hayden to have dramas twice, probably on the Friday and the Saturday, and Ben to have a an issue as well. You know, yep. do they attack? Uh, do we do we see this as a, you know, do they look at it as a standalone event and a chance for them to really make a name for themselves? Rana, especially, who's in a position where he, you know, we know that he he has it in him to to throw everything at it. Um, yep. What do we expect to see from those guys? Oh, and Rana's made no secret of the fact that he is so focused on WRC. This is what he's been building up to all year. You know, the new car, the the whole lot. He is just so excited to be back in the WRC, um, so we'll see exactly where, where that all uh, lands when that entry list comes out. Um, but, you know, Ari, it's an interesting one too because Ari's, we've seen, he, he's in that national field, so he's running just a little bit further back. Does that mean that he's going to have a cleaner road or does that mean that he's going to have more debris to deal with on the road? Because there's an argument both ways when you get into that sort of road order. It'll be... Really interesting to see whether that's an advantage or a disadvantage, or whether it has no effect at all, um, and whether you know what what that might do. There's things around control tires and fuels and all all sorts of things that go with being in a WRC event. Um, so there could be some some outside influences too. We don't don't know. We hope not. We hope that it's all fought out and, and fair on the stages. But I guess we'll find out at the end of this month because it is September. What, what do we think about? Ari, just just on on that, I mean, he drives seems to drive within himself. He seems so composed for a young guy. He, yep. He's mighty impressive. He's banked points by doing a good, solid job and not overextending himself. Has he got an opportunity here to overextend himself and just show exactly what he's capable of? Is this the time we see him make a real statement? I don't certainly. I don't think Ari's in a position to throw caution to the wind, and that's more financially than than championship position. I don't, you know, um, he's doing a fantastic job and and got some fantastic people around him to make what's been happening uh, happen. But um, you certainly wouldn't want to see. Well, you wouldn't want to see anyone have a big crash. But no, um, of course, you know, not. These, these guys that run on a on a shoestring budget, it, it can literally be a career ending thing. So, so no, I don't think Ari. Uh, is in a position to really um, throw caution to the wind, uh, but what seems to be within him is um, is pretty impressive anyway. Yeah, you kind of just get the feeling there's just a little bit more uh, yeah. from him if he, if he wanted to go there and 
yeah, look look forward to it. It's going to be fascinating. Fantastic roads, um, you know, the, the best rally roads in the world, especially on that Friday. Uh, right, let's look through the rest of the field. Um, some interesting news. John Silcock, the only of the only car of the historics that have, has entered in this national field. So I guess that essentially hands him the historic title just by simple nature that his contenders can't can't get to him. Um, but the two-wheel drive battle is so close overall when you think of Dylan Thompson, three-point advantage over John Silcock, you know, the likes of um, Jordan Grant and, and Bryn Jones and, and whatnot are still in the running too. How do you sort of see that one playing out? And, you know, individual titles versus overall two-wheel drive title in the mix and a decision for drivers, how hard do they push on, on those things as well? Well, that's it. Dylan's still got that lead in, in the NZRC two-wheel drive class as well as the overall two-wheel drive class. Um, so he's got to juggle both of those things. I know he's pretty motivated to hold off John. Um, so, yeah, he's he's been doing a lot of work to, um, yeah, again, going through that. What do you carry in the car? What do you, you know, make sure that you can change within half an hour and all all that sort of thing? Because once you go over half an hour lateness, you're out anyway. And the, the biggest disaster that any of these guys that are fighting for a championship can have is to run out of time. Then you're out and you could give away 30 points to your nearest rival. Um, I think that two-wheel drive battle is going to be fascinating because we've come down to it again. Uh, it seems to, to happen so often. You've got the historic, what was the group, you know, group, group B car, wild, big, powerful RX-7. The little Fiesta, not blessed with a whole heap of power, but fantastic handling, all that M-Sport development that you know, drivers have learned as a training car for so many years. And it's come down to three points between them. So that's going to be really, really cool. Um, you know, And then you go, you go through some of the battles, you know, um, Category 2, Bryn Jones is not far behind Dylan Thompson. Again, probably on car speed, you, you know, Dylan... And Jordan Grant are, are really the pace setters. Charlie Evans really showed something, but Bryn's been consistent all year, and he's been consistently right there. He's just lacked that final tenth, but he's been there every time. So, but even even that battle in itself is interesting because you know as we talk about Friday is such a, a pivotal day in this entire championship. It, you know the whole championship could well come down to that that Friday, which opens it up to be a battle on the Saturday, potentially, if, if there is a drama there for any of the leaders. Um, you know, Dylan and Jordan, as you talk about, have, have been the pace setters. Charlie and Bryn, just by banking points, have got themselves in contention. If if Dylan was to run into a problem, all of a sudden, you know, it, it's a four-way four way scrap, really, on the Saturday to see who who can who can become champion. And and let's remember, too, this class is getting stronger and stronger all the time. For this event, we see Tim McAsee and, and Torito join the championship, and all of a sudden these guys can be real, you know, deal breakers. If someone has a puncture and they lose three, four minutes, they can drop back, and all of a sudden that points gap is is bigger and bigger than if there was three or four cars in the class. You know, you could be dropping back six, seven spots and the points that go with that. So by no means is a seven-point gap a comfortable gap. One class that is a, a battle royale, and it's irrespective of whether there's dramas or not, it's going to be a, a scrap right to the end, is, is the open two-wheel drive. Dan Haynes, uh, seven-point lead over Dave Strong in that championship. Peter Farrell's only a further four points back. Brent Taylor's still in the running. We know he's quick and he knows those roads. Yep. Um, yeah, that's going to be a battle from the get-go, irrespective of finishing, right? Absolutely. I think the the battle between Dan and, and Dave all season has been... For me, one of the real highlights, two very, very different cars. It's great to see Dave 
obviously they've gone right outside the box with that thing. Um, I can't think of anyone else in the world that's got a mid-engine supercharged V6 Honda Jazz that's rear-wheel drive. Um, yeah, fantastic to see something so different. Two cars, uh, two two drivers at very different ends of, of their career. You know, Dan's certainly getting to the upper end of his learning curve, but he's still learning. Dave has probably forgotten more about rallying than any of us have ever known. Um, it, and it's been so close. You know, Timaru was just a, a beautiful battle between them. And I expect that to continue right the way through um, both legs of Repco Rally New Zealand. Rally Challenge, interesting one. Um, unfortunately, no Dave Sievis. That's a, it's a real shame. I um, think he'd, he'd go great and you know, he was right in that battle, which gives Jeff Ward an advantage. But given the fact that there's still half the points of the season on offer over the that weekend, it's anyone's, anyone's event still at this point, right? And let's face it, um, Jeff, he's won two events so far this year. Um, he only knows one way. That's flat out. Um, and realistically, is he going to be the pace setter? Here's a wild card for you. Mike Young in the Toyota CHR joining that class for this event. So two rounds there. He could be a real uh, fly in the ointment for any of those guys. So, again, you bring in strong names like that. Um, and you know, Bryn Smith, Dave Ollis, there's only a point between them for third and fourth at the moment. No Dave Sievers. Real shame. Dave's gutted that he can't be there, but he's got some uh, family stuff to attend to and um, exciting times for him. But uh, he sort of said, oh, I could do this one or I could do next year. So, um, you know, we, we look forward to seeing him back next year. Um, even the 8-6s, Steve Cox, Amy Keeley, they've been so consistent. They're, they're there or thereabouts, you know. In Cat 5, of course, it's two of your best first four rounds. So in terms of physical point scoring ability, we're halfway through that championship. Half of the points that they can score are up for grabs at the end of the month. Yeah, it's crazy, right? So, um, mate, just yeah, you have, you've had a obviously been involved from the get go with with the planning, and you know we're now within days, we're counting down days up. You know, it was a month, a month or two uh, previously. We're now into days. You can see the the light at the end of the tunnel. Um, what's the feeling like out there talking to the drivers and and just sort of thing? We, we heard Neil Allbort last week talk about Rally New Zealand being different. Yes, it's part of a championship, and that will ultimately decide every championship we have an offer this year, but. As a standalone event, it's pretty special. It hasn't been here for 10 years. Many of these drivers haven't competed before, haven't competed on these roads. It is a very standalone, unique event as well. How, what's the feeling like out there? People thinking championship or are they thinking standalone? I think they're just thinking excitement at the moment. Of course, every, everyone's in their battles, you know, like the the Rally Challenge two-wheel ride battle as well with John Brentzel there. But John O'Shapley and Sam Byrne, there's a real close and they're, you know, best of mates go rallying together out of, out of Whakatane and it's fantastic to see they are so close and it's basically all on for, for between them for the king of Whakatane um, and, and you know there'll be various different challenges in there too it's also great to see Budgie we're welcoming some international visitors back into the Brian Green Property Group New Zealand Rally Championship this is the first time since since pre-pandemic days 2019 where we last had genuine overseas visitors not Kiwis living in Australia that are popping back over for an event, but genuine. We've got entries from Indonesia, from Vanuatu, from Japan. It's going to be great to welcome the the big wide world into um, the New Zealand Rally Championship again. So really, really interesting. Lots of excitement. You know, it's it's a totally different event. You know, normally we'll go to a rally, um, you know, Otago, Whangarei, the longer ones. They're two days of rallying. Uh, Yuriki, Thursday, Friday, 
and you're into it Saturday, Sunday, you have a few beverages and you go home. Or you go to sleep and then go home. Of course, we don't condone drink driving by any stretch. Um, this is this is a week-long marathon. You know, these guys are doing documentation on Monday afternoon. The international guys are doing recce Monday afternoon. Tuesday, Wednesday, recce. Thursday, there's shakedown. Thursday night, we're in the Auckland domain. Friday is a massive day. You know, the first car leaves Auckland at 5 o'clock in the morning and gets back at 7.30 at night for a service, which is an, an hour-long service, you know. So that's a huge day in anyone's books without actually sitting in a rally car because let me tell you, that's pretty tiring too. You know, the body gets a, a fair beaten and, and thrown around and then they've got to get up the next day and do it all again. Yes, it's a bit of a shorter day, but it's still 12 still, hours. still a normal day of our rallying, isn't it, really? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So these guys are going to be shattered by the end of it. I think this is the big thing. And that's without the the extra excitement, the nerves that go with the occasion, because the occasion is just, as, as Neil said to you, it's something special. It's something different. It's not what we do every time. You know, they're expecting 15,000 people on, on Thursday night in the Auckland domain, which is going to be, a, if you're, hey, if you're up in Auckland, um, free opportunity to come and check out the cars, the stars. It's going to be amazing. So make sure you get there, get yourself some tickets, get out there, watch this rally. It's going to be so cool, Budgie. I just, I can't wait. No, neither can I. I actually get to go and see rally cars. And actually, <laughs> normally I go to the end of the stage. Yeah. I talk to drivers when they finish driving fast. I get to see them up close this time, which is uh, yeah, it's super exciting. Uh, you can feel it now. People are, you know, it's just around the corner. Um, you know, it's, it's in touching distance. We're talking about it being only a handful of weeks away. It's not uh, not too, not at the end of the year or anything like that. It's it's almost upon us. So super well, exciting. Looking forward to uh, building up to it. Them. The Northern Sports Car Club at the moment, where the Rally New Zealand offices are, there's a few people that have got smoke coming off their keyboards and stuff. But man, there's a lot of work that goes into this, and and um, yeah, that team's just doing a fantastic job to to bring um, yeah something pretty cool back to our shores. You know, it's been ten very long years, Budgie, and we're eleven. Uh, we're what are we? Uh, you know, nine nine years and eleven months into it. There is one month to go, and in one month today, by the time, you know, uh, by this stage on um, on the Saturday evening, one month from today, we will know who our champions are in the Brian Green Property Group New Zealand Rally Championship. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. We look forward to uh, building up to it over the next few weeks on the show. Uh, thanks for your time, BB. Thanks for watching, everyone, and look forward to doing it again next week.